Welcome to a very special episode of Podding Ain't Easy. We're here to discuss the Obi-Wan trailer. Yes, or teaser, if you will. And I'm your host, Carl Pierce. And with me today, as always, is the Grand Inquisitor to my third <laughs> sister. It's Scott <laughs> McLeod, ladies and gentlemen. Hello there. Uh, the more specific comparison than I would have made to tie into this show, but <laughs> you do you, Carl, you do you. <laughs> well, the excitement. I mean, last night when you told me there was uh, a trailer dropped, I mean, I could barely contain my excitement. I was straight onto YouTube, and it's a really awesome trailer. It's really well done, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, I've seen that there have been like pictures coming out of it, just like shots of you McGregor in the desert, most of it. And so I heard everyone going on about, oh, first look at all we want editing, I just noticed of it, and then yes, scrolling through YouTube, I found it. And yeah, like like only like an hour, just barely under the two minute mark, and yet it shows you so much. So I knew it was my moral obligation to inform you of this trailer being out there. <laughs> yeah, because I had no idea it dropped. So uh, yeah, I was glad you let me know. And, um, yeah, as you say, it's, uh, it's quite short, but yeah, it does cram a hell of a lot in. And, um, we see, um, on the opening, we get a, a voiceover by, uh, Ewan McGregor and yeah, sort of see him as say in the deserts of, um, Tatooine and, um, he's keeping an eye on a, a young Luke, perhaps about a 10 year, 10 years old, would you say? Something like that, yeah, I think uh, it's hard to really gauge, but even though he, he, he looked about 25, at least when he first played the character, supposedly, I think, between what was many people, supposedly between 16 or 18 and the start of A New Hope, supposedly, even though Mark Allen, as I said, looked like he was in his bloody 20s, like, like he, he was much like a teenager as Tobey Maguire did when he played Spider-Man. <laughs> And uh, Ewan McGregor, like, he's only like ten or nine or ten years away from being um, Sir Alec Guinness, and he looks about thirty years younger still. <laughs> that's what that's what it's like. You know, time works differently. Clearly, on Tatooine, you know, aging is a it's a hell of a lot. Like one one minute you're Ewan McGregor, and then within a few years, just the sands of time turns you into Alec Guinness. <laughs> It really does. I'm not going to go there for my holiday, put it that way. Well, I was going to say, geez, you come back, you look like Palpatine from Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, then I, and then I got even more excited when um, the Jewel of the Fates started playing. Mm. 
and a brilliant little thing where the sort of Lucasfilm sort of sort of like turns into dust, I suppose, as the um, as we change from light to dark, basically. Yeah, and you know, like that's like pretty much synonymous. One of the most like key Star Wars in that, I think, the Imperial March as well are the two main themes in my head. When I think mm. of Star Wars music. You know, some great stories, but even in recent shows like the the theme song for like Mandalorian and stuff like that. But given though that that was used a lot in like the prequels, like especially for like the the lightsaber duels, it's it makes sense that it'd be brought back for Kenobi and yeah, like the aesthetic, everything around like even the, the logo being around the sand, everything. So so a lot of that is going to take place on Tatooine. But thankfully, we do get a break and get to see some other planets. It's looking like because uh, don't know about you, but between you know, Mando and Boba Fett. I'm kind of had my fill of like sand-based planets on Star Wars at the minute. Yeah, we get a nice sort of neon-lit sort of metropolitan-looking planet um, mm-hmm. in this teaser, which looks pretty awesome. And um, yeah, in this part of the trailer, we get um, a voiceover by uh, Rupert Friends' Grand Inquisitor, which is mm-hmm. uh, really cool, sort of summing up um how they uh, sort of track down these um the, the jedis basically mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, so that's been talked about a lot like there they've been like concept art and everything and people who look like inquisitors and we even discussed i don't think we talked about it on the show but we've talked about it you know over messenger and stuff like that about the rumors about who certain people are playing and then I messaged you the thing about Rupert Green. It wasn't confirmed at the time that he was playing the Grand Inquisitor, but you know it's all about confirmed now, and it kind of suits him. And uh, talking about like look wise, I mean, I think it's the best way, best you could hope for in terms of adapting this character into into live action. Yeah, we we even see in parts of the teaser that he has um, the, the hat that that round weird round hat thing that he wears and. Um, um, oh, what's it? Rebels, isn't it? Uh, yeah. he, he features because this will, will this be like the first time we've seen Inquisitors in live action? Yeah, because I think they were in like video games and like Rebels and everything. Uh, I think Rebels was the first introduction to being canon and everything like that. But this is yeah the first time we're seeing them in live action, which is interesting. I think maybe that's where we'll see some of. Uh, Christensen's Darth Vader in this maybe we will see him like training the Inquisitors like I assume he trained like the Grand Inquisitor first and then he kind of like the, the, all the other Inquisitors report to him because when it looks at this trailer it's not just him it looks like there's like several Inquisitors working at this he, point. Yeah we see one uh, played by Moses Ingram quite prominently in that trailer don't we so mm-hmm. looks like she might have quite a big part in it um, if her uh, appearance is uh, and the trailer's anything to go by anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, there's a bit where it looks like somebody's been either hang or hung or like being held up using the force, and she's kind of in front of this crowd on on Tatooine. They see uh, Joel Edgerton as uh, Owen Lars in the mix as well. It's like, it seems like they're looking for Obi-Wan. So like, I think it's, it's been theorized that somehow Obi-Wan will... Like be forced to use the force at some point, and that will mean that Vader or the Inquisitor sends him, and then he has to like they he has to like leave Tatooine and go to the other planet because he wants to get them away from Luke. And uh, there's also people speculating that because also Obi Wan lives a bit further away and 
from looking that in a new hope than he looks like he is in uh, in this. That maybe possibly the idea of like the Inquisitors coming, Owen Mike Dale might be to, like leave us alone. Yeah. I wonder if we'll see any other Jedi, you know, the, hunting any other Jedi and maybe um, another Jedi sort of inadvertently leads them to Obi-Wan and that, that could be another way they sort of um, find him, perhaps. You just, you know, just to throw that out there as a, as a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it will be interesting to see how they get on, like, off-world and, like, how far into the show that mm. will, will happen because... Uh, I remember there's like only maybe six episodes of this series and we do see Moses Ingram's character on that uh, other planet as well so either he's kind of following her uh, because he knows about another Jedi they're hunting or maybe she's followed him because he's yeah. trying to get off to protect Luke so there's going to be like some sort of duel involved there. Interestingly we see the Inquisitors pull out their lightsaber including the Grand Inquisitors like spinning blade but uh, we never see Obi Wan pull out his saber in this teaser. Yeah, so whether he will or not, we'll have to see. But you'd imagine there must be some sort of um, jewel in there at some point, wouldn't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, perhaps because um, obviously we see the Grand Inquisitor die on Rebels, so he's obviously not gonna. Um, get defeated in this, but um, and Moses Ingram's character and maybe other um, inquisitors will perhaps be fair game for uh, mm-hmm. for a beating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably so. So we know he's gonna make it out somehow. The Grand Inquisitor, and it's good because that we get to see a bit more of him. Because yeah, he's a he's a more prominent like inquisitor. And the first season, he dies, and then we see other Inquisitors in the later season of Rebels and in the video games, like the second sister or fifth brother, brother mm. referred to as a kind of name. So it's good, it's good to see, good that we get to see more of the Grand Inquisitor because he's one of the cooler ones, and basically because none of the other ones have that spinning like lightsaber that he has. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate if we saw that one from the game as well. I forget her name there, but that would be quite cool, even if it's just like a, a cameo or a throwaway line or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it all depends, like where depends the on, the ti- uh, on the time. On the depends on the timeline. But that bit, that sort of, um, oh, I don't know what you call that base in the middle of the sea. What, what you see that um, black shuttle going to? That looks pretty cool, doesn't it? Yeah, so I think we could all assume that that's basically the headquarters of uh, the Inquisitors. And I'm wondering if like, Vader will visit them there or if we'll get to see when they, we see Vader introduced that uh, if they'll go to that same base that uh, Krennic goes to on Mustafar in, uh, in Rogue One, where he's going to build this little like palace for himself. Yeah, yeah, you never know. That'd be quite cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he might, he might. He might sort of, whether it be in the first episode or he might show up when they start sort of failing him and he has to <laughs> come on to be a bit more hands-on, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and also the idea of seeing them and Obi-Wan reunite as well, how that all goes down will be very interesting. But what I'm very happy about is that we don't see any Vader in this. And I say to you, Offer, that I'd be perfectly happy not seeing any Vader until his like first scene in like the show whenever that's going to be because I'll I'll go out on a limb here and say 
the first, at least the first episode, there'll be no Vader. He, we won't see even a glimpse of Vader to like see the second episode. I don't think. Yeah, I have a feeling they'll make us wait until um, perhaps the second or third episode. Um, mm-hmm. like, like you say, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing like a, a quick glimpse. Um, yeah. Perhaps in the trailer, I mean, you get his breathing at towards the end of the trailer, don't you? That's that's that, that's about it. I think that's about as much as I, as I need to. Mm. Wouldn't even be surprised if they do like kind of like they did with Echo when they seen her in in Hawkeye, where like end of episode two you get to see him, and then episode ends, and then you need to wait to episode three to figure out oh, what speed you're going to do uh, next in this episode. Uh, I also liked at the end this also we talked about the sand for the logo and how it fades away. Like the kind of uh, the kind of half moon uh, into the Disney Plus logo, it's kind of a lightsaber going over. Yeah, that was really cool, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that. And you know, I, I like that each of these night Disney Plus shows it seems like are getting their own kind of signature thing for the Disney Plus logo. Like you had the moon night leaping over the mm. the buildings that can fade into the logo and then you had the lightsaber here. I just, I just want to see how many different variations of this they can come up with for like all these new shows. Yeah. <laughs> there should be somebody should be employed by Disney Plus. Like, okay, what's my full time job? Think of transitions for trailers. That's your full time <laughs> position. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, like I said, only like as we said, only like sort of two minutes. But even then, like. We were sending gifts like of our excitement, the emphasize our excitement, but I was pretty much wild like watching. I was just like shaking my hands there and like, yeah, it's all like, like I knew I was waiting, I've been waiting ages for any look of this, any footage from this show, and now they finally give it to me. And now the anticipation is real here. Yeah, I mean, this this trailer is so perfectly done. It's it's just enough to get you excited and whet your appetite, isn't it? Ready for ready for May the twenty fifth, and whether they might drop a second one. I expect I expect they might do closer closer to the time, but uh, we'll have to see because there's still a a fair few weeks yet. It feels like an eternity away now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it often feels long, but then as soon as they start showing you stuff, you start to think to yourself, what this could mean, what this means could happen in the show. That means like you want to see it even more, just so you can see if you were right or not. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a pain in the arse, so it's like, but uh, I don't know if they even will do another trailer, because we've seen the path like, with like Mando and Boba Fett, they never do usually more than one trailer, and even then, the trailers often don't show you that much which means that most of the stuff and the big reveals that you do get end up being a surprise, which I appreciate that they can still do that nowadays. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm forgetting it's a TV show, so yeah, it, it perhaps that perhaps is all we might get, to be fair, which which is more than enough. I mean, it's got all the fanboying like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we... We were kind of doing a bit of a thing. We were doing one-off episodes for a wee while because you're not really into like covering midnight as much as me. But uh, we also we are going to eventually do episode one of The Witcher, at least season one, and see where that goes. Because we did promise at the end of last episode we haven't forgotten about it. We will do it at some point. But like <laughs> there's like shows we can cover on a weekly basis. I mean, we got this coming end of March, and I know in early June we were both. Very excited to hear that the boy season three is finally coming. 
Yeah, so we'll be definitely we'll definitely be back doing Obi Wan and the boys on a regular basis. There's no no question on on that. The good thing about the boys is uh, the past couple of seasons they've taken to like dropping multiple episodes on the one day, like two or three episodes, so you can just basically jump right into it. And... Yeah, it's um, yeah. It's it's quite odd the way they they they, they drop the boys, isn't it? But uh, mm-hmm. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, Jensen Eccles making his um, debut on the show. Because mm-hmm. it does feel like kind of forever. Like it was like twenty, it was like two years ago. I don't even remember if it was twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. That season two of the boys came out. Yeah, it does like, feel like a while ago, doesn't it? This damn pandemic's ruined everything! I don't even know. Time is like a flat circle. <laughs> uh, I got excited to see if there was going to be a season three. They announced there's going to be a season three, and then they announced that Jensen Ackles would be in it, which got me even more excited. And then I don't hear anything for ages. I don't know if you've seen that supposedly Anthony Starr got in some trouble with the law. Did he? <laughs> supposedly, I haven't looked into it, but... So I don't know. I mean, the boys are still going, still driving because obviously they've obviously filmed it all. But I don't know what happened. I mean, I hope, I hope, I hope he's not. I hope he's not taking his role as Hollander too seriously. <laughs> probably, he, probably tax evasion or something like that. That's what it normally is with these actors. I think uh, here's one here. Uh, Boy star Anthony Starr has revealed a 12-month suspended prison sentence for allegedly assaulting a man in Spain while intoxicated. Oh, <laughs> that does sound a bit like Homelander, actually. <laughs> Anthony Starr was so in- Mr. Starr was said to be so intoxicated, he thought he was shooting lasers out of his eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, that aside, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Uh, with the boys, because I heard from people who like read the boys comic that supposedly, like in the comics, like the group that they're they talking about for putting together at the end of season two, has always been like the main guys have always been in it when the comic book starts. So basically, the first two seasons have been like pre comic book, and now we're just getting into it. Which I think Jesus, what else? What 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 is there in the comic book that we've not even seen yet? That's gonna try and, <laughs> other madness are they going to put on us? <laughs> Man, we've had exploding heads and dolphins flying through windscreens. <laughs> we've had Homelander firing lasers at women's tits. Like, <laughs> it's one of those shows where, like, you have to pick your moments if someone's going to walk in on you watching the boys and something coming. It's like watching back an old show from the attitude there. It's never when. You know, the rock or Triple H are out now. It's always when bloody your Terry Reynolds or people are coming out there. It's all skip like that. And then that's when someone walks out, like, oh, is this why you like the wrestling, is it? <laughs> I know, yeah. People always seem to work in on the most impromptu times, don't they, somehow? <laughs> <laughs> they really do, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the world of television and that that you and I are very excited about. Yeah, exactly, and it'll all be brought to you by the team of Podding Ain't Easy. <laughs> yes, we do this for you, not for us, not for our own enjoyment, we do it for you. 
<laughs> selfless like that. Exactly. <laughs> I know you and I when we last talked about Star Wars, we talked about like Boba Fett and we weren't sure like what was gonna happen like season wise, if there was gonna be a second one or if he was just gonna carry over to other shows. I think given the timeline, like I think it's like we said ten years before a new hope, uh, this is meant to be set so it's unlikely we're going to get a season two. I think it's just going to be a six episodes, and that's your your lot. That's you, McGregor, done as as Obi Wan. So I'm interested to see how they kind of like tie whatever the story is all up in the span of six episodes. What detail we've really got is that basically, you know, as he says that the story will be lost. So he's kind of uh, lost a bit of faith and everything. He's kind of just the only mission now is just watch overlook and everything, stay hidden. But he's kind of uh, at his lowest point. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there'd be any need for uh, a follow-up, and I dare say Ewan McGregor doesn't come cheap. So, um, but yeah, he's sort of, like you say, the voice ever sort of like uh, the war's done and we lost, and yeah, he's just basically yeah keeping an eye on on Luke, and obviously somehow he gets involved with the Inquisitors, whether they, as you say, come looking for him or he. He goes to protect another Jedi or something, but be interested to see how it all pans out anyway. Yeah, yeah, it'll be very interesting. Uh, I hope Owen and Boo actually do something in this and aren't just there to say, don't go, look, and then finally the next scene, oh, they're dead now. Because <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, Uncle Owen and Boo are very useless. <laughs> <laughs> You never know, they might, they might get to fend off an Inquisitor, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that, that I'd be interested to see. I'd be interested to see how that goes. Uh, what do you think of the, the rumours? Also, we don't know who he's talking to in the uh, the trailer, but there are rumours that uh, we're going to see a return as a force ghost of, uh, of one Qui-Gon Jinn at some point. It's only a rumour, but I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, I've heard these rumours as well, and I've heard nothing about um, Liam Neeson being in it, but you, you, it might be something they've kept well under wraps, so I'd be um, interested to see. It'd be quite cool if he comes as a, back as a forced ghost, even if it's just for a, a few minutes here and there, so uh, yeah. Yeah, I think they'd be interested to get like, Maybe he can give him the, like, like words of encouragement that he needs and then that he uses those words to kind of get his faith back over the course of the, the six episodes because Yoda did tease at the end of Revenge of Sith that he would teach Obi-Wan how to communicate with, with, uh, with Qui-Gon and clearly the skills that he learned there he uses later on when he's dead to, to come back mm. and look as a force ghost. But, you know, they it could have easily happened. They could have filmed something with him because, like, you think of how many cameos that they filmed for... Uh, Probably a big couple of that we had no idea about. They got nice to sneak Mark Hamill, Rosario Dawson, Cad Bane, Mando. We, we, we speculated Mando. We didn't realize how big a part Mando would play. Like all these people popping up in uh, Boba Fett that we didn't know about. So, like, who knows? Yeah, true, true. Kenobi. You, 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 never, you never know, do you? That's quite true. Mm-hmm. Ah. But yeah. So, May the 25th, put that on your calendar, because uh, this is a show not to be missed. Absolutely not, because uh, I don't know about you, uh, but my Wednesdays have just felt empty without anything from Disney+. Plus. 
to to fill those those voids. You know, until midnight comes out, and I can't remember. I think the thirtieth, so I've still got another two or three weeks mm. for that. But you know, I just I need. I, they've got me like a like a, a junkie. here. It's like I need something to get more than Star Wars. I know. Yeah, they're bringing out such good content. It's yeah, it, you feel lost without it. So. Mm. Mad. At least we know when Obi Wan's coming out, though, because there was a lot of sort of when it would when it would actually drop. So mm. we know we've seen a trailer and we can get excited. And Scott, you know, to make, you wanted to mention about the the Batman film, but don't worry, listeners, it's not a spoiler, so you can keep on listening. Yeah, at some point very soon we are going to do an episode about the Batman because Carl's going at some point as he get his arse to escape. Yeah. Hopefully. Try and hold it in for, for three hours. <laughs> I, just won't, I just won't drink all day. I think that's the only way I'll be able to achieve it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't pee at all during the day, because once the seal is broken, it cannot be resealed. <laughs> yeah, like the official runtime is like two, 50, two hours and 56 minutes. But really, I think if you don't stay through the credits, I could get, you get that down to two hours 45, probably. I don't know how long credits are these days. But I'm basically here to tell you that you don't have to stay through the credits of someone who went and see Batman on Tuesday. I wanted to see it opening day. There was a whole plava with the tickets. And it pissed me off. Because <laughs> since the film was announced and the release date was announced, you know, rather than saying we're going to go see it opening day, we're going to see it opening day. Couldn't see it opening day. Could have went the day following, but that was my brother's engagement party. So. How selfish! Imagine having an engagement party the day after Batman comes out. I mean, you need to have words, Scott, honestly. <laughs> he's, uh, he's always thought of it himself. That boy. <laughs> you remember at, at NGD, the very, very end credits you know, of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home was uh, basically the trailer that, would, that was later released for a wider audience of Multiverse of Man. It's like the first trailer that we got. Well... We're, we were waiting through the credits, still dying for the toilet. <laughs> like, hurry up, come on. I know all these people probably worked hard, but I couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, but we're sitting there, and eventually, uh, we question mark has everything. Oh, is it doing something to do with riddles and all that? And then, no, it's just an advert, say DC in 2022. <laughs> and, it's, and it shows. Uh, and it shows obviously clips of the Batman film, which we've just fucking watched. It shows you stuff. It shows you brief glimpses of Black Adam, Flash, and Aquaman. And you know what? These films are trailers, and probably you'll see the same footage when they come out. So there's probably not much you're missing by not staying. But what's particularly frustrating is I held in my pee for like a good ten or so minutes longer. Really pissed myself. Was underwhelmed by this random advert <laughs> of footage. <laughs> Only to find out not 24 hours later, both the Flash and Aquaman. I've been moved back a year. No, I've so, so within 24 hours, that whole DC in 2022 means fuck all. Because <laughs> the only other film they've got now coming out is Black Adam. Yes. Uh, the Flash was originally made to come out November, 4th, November the 4th, 2022. Now it comes out June 23rd, 2023. And Aquaman has been moved back from December 16th to March 17th, 2023. Uh, I don't know why this has happened. Apparently, this is like the sixth time the Flash movie has been moved to release date. By the way, since twenty eighteen, it's not uh, a good not a good sign that it keeps getting moved, does it? Really? No, not really. I mean, Michael Keaton's in it, and there's rumours that he's may 
have a cameo in that Batgirl movie that's coming out. So maybe there's some reshoots happening there. But there's been actually, I just checked here, same news to say that Shazam Fury of the Gods, which was meant to come out as the first DC film of 2020, has been moved to a December 16th uh, release date of 2022. So there we go, we get Shazam and Black Adam to come later this year for your DC fix after you've seen the Batman. So yeah, it's a bit weird. That, and not what I was what, hoping for at the risk of pissing myself. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't dying for the low, but I sat through the opening, the, the the closing credits for Logan, and there was F all, not even an advert. It's like, I was, I, 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 no, I heard somewhere that there was something, uh, something, but there wasn't, there was just nothing. Oh, I was like, that, no, that's it. So that's no. 10 minutes of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> yeah. As soon as the credits start to roll, you can happily get out of there and, you know, try and waddle your way without pissing uh, to the <laughs> toilet once it's done. Because don't, I'm trying to save a lot of people who haven't seen it yet. I don't learn from mistakes that I probably countless others have have made. Because, you know, the cinema I went to has these kind of reclining seats, so I couldn't exactly piss myself because of their ability. Air of electricity here, I could fucking kill myself. You'd think. And when you're my age, three hours is an eternity. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure once Carl it, well, I've all the uh, stuff to talk about. Was it worth it? Worth being three hours? We'll talk about it all uh, to come. But yeah, fucking, fucking move to the to the three two of the four movies that they were talking about. DC 2022, 24 hours later, I see a thing said two of them have been moved back. And can't t- I think you can tell how angry it made me. <laughs> just a bit, just a bit. <laughs> oh, speaking of Batgirl, by the way, did you know that some of that is actually being filmed in Glasgow? Yeah, yeah I heard something um, about about that. Yeah, didn't they didn't they pay them some money or something to film some scenes there or something? Yeah, something like that. And I do love how like he's filmed. Like, I think about this. Uh, the Rob Pants and the Batman and it was filmed in Glasgow as well because it says at the end it comes up locations they filmed it says Glasgow, Liverpool and a few other places that they filmed in because uh, I was convinced like I knew that Glasgow had done background I didn't realise that Pattinson had been in uh, England. I'd heard, I, I just in Edinburgh was, I, I thought I heard somewhere that Edinburgh they'd been doing some film but yeah they were filming some stuff in, uh, in Glasgow for a Batgirl. My brother actually walked past George Square on his way home from the show, and then we went to a Batman, and he saw some people they were filming. He saw some photos of people filming. He said that they had the Christmas lights that they usually would have up in George Square around the area, so maybe there's some scenes of Batgirl being said at Christmas. Who knows? Right, could well be, could well be. You couldn't get any work as an extra then, no? <laughs> no, no, clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be interesting when that Batgirl when it comes out, but I do love how many films are starting to randomly appear and uh, do a lot of the scenes in Glasgow, because especially two versions of a Batman or Batman property, like, yes, Gotham, this crime brown city, where's the perfect place to film it? Ah, Glasgow's pretty <laughs> miserable. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Bless. Like, they must have spoke to Nathan about where to film. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I remember the first time I seen a film that was clearly set, like not set in Glasgow, but had some scenes shot in Glasgow. Because I remember, like, remember the, that Brad Pitt like World War Z film. 
the big zombie like film that came out like in the 2013 there was a big scene and they started that when the when the zombies first start taking over there's a big scene with Brad Pitt's family in George Square and how obvious it is if you're from Glasgow that that's clearly George Square when the scene is set, meant to be set in Philadelphia of all places <laughs> <laughs> when you can see out the side of the car window that Brad Pitt's in there's a bus stop quite with the quite prominent Glasgow City Council logo and then the pig Peninsula is of George Square, which is instantly recognisable to anyone who's even visited George Square. <laughs> Perhaps, you know, it's identical to Philadelphia. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I've not been to Philadelphia, but I'll be looking around just sitting around, like, just shouting at locals, like, this doesn't even look anything like Let's go. Well, knock you out, smuggle you to Philadelphia, wake you up, and you'll never know you've been moved, Scarf. <laughs> Who's they? Who's these days you're threatening me with? It's <laughs> <laughs> Brad and Pitt going come for me in my sleep. <laughs> There'd be quite a few people who'd be happy with that, uh, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave that alone. Uh, <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw did a scene in Glasgow as well. And I didn't know, didn't realise it until I watched Hobbs and Shaw finally on Netflix and just saw a scene that quite clearly reminded him. When I watched the scene where they're doing, being chased by a Elba character in a car and they're driving around this area, I'm like, oh, don't, I've been there. I know where that is. I know exactly where that is. Yeah, I don't know what Hollywood's obsession is with Glasgow. Maybe it's cheaper over here, I don't know. Well, yeah, if they're paying to have productions, because normally productions have to pay to to use that city space. So, you know, they'll mm-hmm. be lining up to film in Glasgow if uh, they're actually going to get paid to shoot there. Mm. Possibly. But uh, I don't know how we got this way. I mean, I was angry about... <laughs> the DZ stuff and then I thought oh he'll be a nice wee thing you mentioned oh by the way I'm from the place I'm from they're filming some of the DC film and I don't know how we got here we started off with Obi-Wan and ended in Glasgow I mean I suppose you and McGregor's guy so it's not it's not too far away <laughs> that is fair yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what else to say. Where would you rather do your exile? Let us know on Twitter. Where would you rather do your exile? Glasgow or tattooing? <laughs> You're trying to hide from inquisitors. <laughs> they'd never, they'd never think to to look in Glasgow. Surely to Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll, they'll never find me here. Uh, so Dax is fine. Give it, Daxter might give you the game away though, um, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Just trying to like, shh, they'll hear you. <laughs> he sees the buddy Quizzer spinning lights, everybody thinks it's a toy. <laughs> All uh, right. Uh, have you got any? Oh, We already popped on to, uh, to have a quick chat about Obi Wan, and I didn't think there'd be much else, but you know. That's the way things go. Yeah, we've been, we've rambled on all sorts of bollocks. So if you still listening, well done. <laughs> we're just kind of just giving you a heads up of what we're going to be talking about. Like we're going to talk about the Batman next day. We're going to talk about Obi Wan and the boys. So really, it's a public service like the upcoming schedule. For I mean, <laughs> it's a long ways away between us talking about Batman and uh, and uh, Obi Wan. So 
who knows, maybe if I like The Witcher episode one, you know, we'll, we'll have something to fill the void. <laughs> but we thought, we, we thought we'd take a bit of a break after Boba Fett. Yeah, um, we had, and uh, we had to record our Patterson and wonderful uh, 500th pod, which you'll get to hear relatively soon. We're on 490-something now, so that won't be too far away. So keep your ears and eyes peeled for that one. And just in, yeah, we're, we're doing our, going back to an old favourite of ours, a bit of fantasy booking. And uh, if you, you wondered, what's the relative amount of enthusiasm to bring to your 500 podcast? Well, clearly more than the three of us brought to that. <laughs> and, uh, and another saga continues. Let's just, let's just say that. <laughs> uh, yes, with a, greater, a greater saga than the Star Wars saga. Some would say <laughs> the greatest saga of all time. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's no smoking mirrors about what we put together in this fantasy book. I'll just say that. <laughs> no, there really isn't. It's um, <laughs> and there isn't a complete train wreck. I mean, it's a bit of a train wreck, but there isn't a complete one. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so. Well, happily, you definitely stay tuned for for that when it drops. Uh, like I said, I don't know when this one. So uh, there's some stuff I'm doing that uh, I don't know if you'll hear before or after this pod because I just basically sent it and say I don't know what number we're on. Like if we're, it's, if, we're if we've got some time, upload this. If we don't, hold off because <laughs> I don't know anymore. I just get I don't even keep track of numbers anymore. No, no, I mean, I only did because I knew we were getting close to 500 and I thought, wow, you know, I never imagined when I started up this um, pissant podcasting company <laughs> <laughs> that your know, rogue opinions would get to 500 podcasts, even though about 20 people listen, but, you know. <clears throat> and those 20 people have had 500 different options of entertainment to you know, help drown out this soul-crushing boredom of isolation over the last two years. So, you know, we started in 20, so we started going properly. You know, we had some momentum going into the pandemic, so, you know, we, we were we were around at the right time to help keep people's minds occupied. Exactly. Um, you know, if you want to know what two geeks think of your favourite programme, then we're your man. <laughs> <laughs> as long as that programme... That must be in some way funded by Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, we can't help you. Yeah. And that seems like a good place to leave things. Scott, have you got any plugs that you want to give to our fellow listeners? Uh, Yes. So, like I said, uh, we'll be back at some point next week once Carl's been to see it to uh, discuss the Batman. I've got a new episode of Scott and Paul's Ramblin' podcast coming out soon uh, where we've got, we're looking at the, we've both put together a separate lists of the top, our top five, uh, our top five underrated new generation matches. Because it's an area we've talked about quite a bit on our like, classic week reviews over in Scott and Paul's Ramblin' podcast. So we thought we'd look at that, you know, give that, that era a bit of, you know, appreciation. Uh, you find that also the work of Bain Street and on the road. Scott Paul's Realm podcast feed, you know, wherever you get your podcast at. Uh, I do stuff over at Eat Sleep Super Plates Retreat at Super Plates Retreat. Uh, 
don't have time to go into all the stuff that they're they're doing right now. So just take it out on same podcasting platforms you can find us. And on their YouTube channel, you can find me there. Uh, elsewhere, I've got a SmackDown that's been recorded a wee while, and I'm meant to get that out big. And I'm not sure if it should go out before if it's going out before or after the 500 goes up. But once that does go up, we're going to arrange me, Sam, and uh, our radio Nathan to look at Judgment Day 2000. So that should be very interesting. And uh, maybe me and Sam will have some modern wrestling content at some point coming up. But that's uh, that's to be determined. Is that is that Judgment Day 2000? Is that um, the Iron Man match? Uh, it is Triple H, yeah, yeah. And uh, we've got Shane Big Show as well in a street fight. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, we got a few weeks ago. We got the debut of which way did he go? Which way did he go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but girl, people want it. If you want to know where they can hear your, you know, I guess so, yeah, I can't, I can't my sultry tones. Yes, yes. <laughs> on the tip of my tongue, I couldn't say about me. If they want to hear more of you and not me stumbling over my words, I'm not much better. Um, yeah, you can. Uh, we've um, recently um, recorded a new Guns and Devils talking about. Uh, the Arsenal and uh, Manchester United be not a dog shite. So if you want to <laughs> listen to that, tune in. Hopefully there'll be um, uh, some more tennis pods with uh, me and Nathan. We were going to do a Indian Wells preview. I don't know if that'll still happen, but hopefully we'll at least do one after after the event, um, if nothing else. So uh, watch out for that. Hopefully the Buffy pod will be back at some point but that's on hold at the moment uh, Sam's got some personal stuff going on um, that's about it, you can find us on uh, Rogan's Score Opinions on Insta and Twitter, you can find me on um, Carl underscore Fire 80 um, on Twitter and Instagram and you can check out our website if you know nothing news gone up there recently but if you don't go on there you can check uh, rugopinions20.wordpress.com so there you are see 500 pods in we're still not slowing down with all this content we're giving you now we're gonna do more whether you want it or not (laughs) I was gonna say you were uh... Really, that scene where Homer is in hell and he's getting force fed donuts. Ah, you like podcasts, eh? We'll have all the podcasts in the world. <laughs> hmm. I don't know how this happened. The last guy gave up around around 250. <laughs> and just like Podden, hiding from acquisitors ain't easy. <laughs>